0: Well, good morning. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. Florida's uh, Public Health Integrity Committee met yesterday to discuss responses during the COVID-19 pandemic on the federal and state levels. WMNF's Chris Young reports the
1: committee is headed by Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo. During the meeting, Dr. Ladapo spent time praising his own actions during the pandemic and the actions of Governor Ron DeSantis, who is widely expected to run for president.
0: I personally have a preference for leaders who are willing to admit when something didn't, when when the truth is more important than worrying about what your opponent, how your opponent will try and use what you say. And frankly, I think that type of leadership resonates with people. Uh, I think, frankly, I think the governor, Governor DeSantis
1: is a great example of that. Lattipo became a controversial figure during the pandemic for promoting vaccine hesitancy and spreading misinformation regarding the vaccine. Politico revealed in April that Lidapo altered a COVID-19 vaccine analysis to suggest that the vaccine posed a significant health risk to young men. The committee is made up of various doctors who were critical of the federal response. Dr. Martin Kulldorf is a committee member and fellow at right-wing Hillsdale College. And at this point, public health does not deserve to be trusted. CDC does not deserve to be trusted after so many mistakes they made during this pandemic. Laudapos suggested that the governor might make an appearance during the meeting, but he did not. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young.
0: More than 900,000 Floridians could soon lose their Medicaid health insurance after a federal waiver for the COVID-19 pandemic expired. Now, as Margie Menzel reports, the state is reviewing eligibility and trying to minimize the number of people who are dropped from the program.
2: Florida's Medicaid program grew from 3.8 million beneficiaries in January 2020 to about 5.5 million beneficiaries last March. Now the program is slated to shrink. Tracy Mellon is with the Big Bend Area Health Education Center. She says up to 60% of the Floridians who will be terminated from Medicaid are eligible for subsidized private coverage under the Affordable Care Act.
3: If they're going to be terminated, they go to healthcare.gov to fill out an application. And that can be confusing. And so they may need a navigator to help them. And if they reach out to us at Big Bend AHEC, we can meet with them one on one via Zoom or in person and set up an application together, answer questions, and then compare plans and help them uh, make an informed decision for their health insurance.
2: Mellon says another option is Florida Kid Care, for which the legislature just expanded eligibility. Those income limits are now 300% of the federal poverty level as of January 2024. I'm Margie Menzel.
0: And Governor Ron DeSantis yesterday temporarily put a hold on the execution of Dwayne Eugene Owen and ordered a psychiatric evaluation of the death row inmate after his lawyers argued that he may be insane. 62-year-old Owen is slated to be executed by lethal injection on June 15th, but DeSantis issued an executive order calling for three psychiatrists to evaluate Owen. According to the order... Owen's lawyer sent a letter to the governor that included a neuropsychologist's recent evaluation, saying that Owen meets the criteria for insanity. Owen was, quote, feeling that he is a woman in the body of a man and was trying to fully become the woman he really was, according to the order, which was quoted from the neuropsychologist's report. Nothing in the recent report demonstrates that Owen lacks the mental capacity to understand the nature of the death penalty and the reasons why it was imposed, according to DeSantis's order. The psychiatric evaluations of Owen come after DeSantis signed a suite of bills targeting transgender treatment for children and adults in the LGBTQ community. One of the proposals prohibits doctors from using puberty blockers, hormone therapy, or surgeries for children diagnosed with gender dysphoria. Transgender Floridians await rulings from a federal judge on two lawsuits that challenge state restrictions on gender-affirming hormones and surgeries. A trial on one of the cases of the state's ban on Medicaid coverage for this care wrapped up yesterday. Health News Florida's Stephanie Columbini reports on where things stand.
3: Simone Chris with Southern Legal Counsel is one of the attorneys who argued the case on behalf of two transgender adults, two trans minors, and their parents.
0: These are folks who are on Medicaid because they are low-income or disabled, and they cannot otherwise afford access to their treatments that they need.
3: Chris's team at Health Experts testify that gender-affirming care is safe and effective. Plaintiffs also shared their stories. One said he had to use GoFundMe donations to pay for chest surgery that Medicaid had pre-authorized to cover before the Agency for Healthcare Administration issued the ban in August. Attorneys for the state justified the ban by arguing the treatments are experimental. Another lawsuit seeks to block the state's ban on providing gender-affirming treatments to minors. Chris says the judge indicated he'd rule on both cases at the same time. For Health News Florida, I'm Stephanie Columbini.
0: Governor Ron DeSantis' policies on diversity, race, and identity is causing some civil rights groups to advise travelers to stay clear of Florida. The NAACP says it was left with no choice but to issue a travel advisory. Miami Senator Chevron Jones is the latest state lawmaker to back the move.
1: All of these civil rights organizations are, they're not just doing this for no reason. They're doing this because of the, the freedoms and the democracy of, of marginalized people that has been under attack here um, in this state.
0: On Saturday, the nation's largest black advocacy group issued its warning following similar moves from Equality Florida, the League of United Latin American Citizens, and the Florida Immigrant Coalition, tourism is the state's biggest moneymaker. Now for the weather, it is mild and cloudy in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today in the upper eighties, but it feels, it's going to feel a little bit hotter in the afternoon. Uh, overnight lows in the lower seventies. Afternoon showers expected most of the week. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF news headlines.